2: And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Travis. i got my brother Quentin with me, as always. And this is part three of our countdown of our favorite tracks of 2022. And Q, it is 10 degrees here, Q. Oh my god. I thought I was going to have you beat. No. Well... For those first joining, welcome. Travis is down in Texas. I live up in Washington State. It's currently 21 degrees where I am. I'm sorry. It's 11. My bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a little bit warmer. It's going to get to 9 degrees overnight, Q. Tomorrow's high, 24. You guys are the poster child for global warming. And I know what you're going to say, Trav. How can it be global warming if it's 11 degrees I don't, I don't say ignorant things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Man. so was was it just last year that you guys had that deep freeze? Or was it the year before? Uh that was that was last year. Last uh, last <laughs> February. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though, and, and this is the thing about Texas. Guess what the high is going to be the following Thursday? Fifty-six. Sixty-eight. Jesus. So we Christ. go from twenty-four high to 68 high within a few like days. Like I said, dude, poster. Well, child. I mean, I mean, yes, but Texas has always been like this. You know what I mean? There's always these like yeah. m- mood swings, you know. I think what you, you mean have, to say is there's always these extreme weather events that you know, yeah, you know set uh, us on the brink of of disaster. I yeah, I'm starting year. to get tired of these once in a lifetime weather events that happen every freaking year. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I feel like I've lived hundreds of lifetimes. Wow, uh, well, last weekend, Trev, you were up here visiting us. Finally I got was. to meet your your little nephew. It was great. And you know, I I was just waiting to hear you guys say that you decided you were going to move up here, join us, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of things to like about Washington, Q. Had some great food. We went to this really dope museum. It's called the Pop Culture Museum. Uh, we call it Mo Pop. MoPOP, the it was great yeah it's a it's a really cool museum but hey next time you guys next time you guys come up uh come up during the spring uh, slash summertime and i'll get you convinced real quick because i know you weren't liking the gloomy uh you know overcast rainy days but that's just how it is in the wintertime yeah that was going to be my only comment was it like it just I, I swear the sun goes down at an ungodly time it wasn't even five o'clock and it was pitch black pitch blocked it if we can get rid of this stupid daylight savings time boo honky then we're not gonna have to deal with that anymore well i just saw that that wasn't it wasn't passed so you're stuck with it of course why (laughs) who benefits from it but let me just tell you this dude here's the redeeming the redeeming um little little tidbit that i have here i was sitting at this really awesome diner that you recommended that that we go to shout out to hudson and favorite breakfast spot Playing in the background was track one off of Jeff Beck's Wired. That's one of my favorite. Tracks I'm not on the gonna record. hear that anywhere in Texas at no, a diner. No, you're gonna hear Boots Good and Buggy. Nowhere. I might hear it at like a record shop or something like that, but I'm not gonna hear it at a diner. So I can't really knock it, you know. After that, but uh, yeah, it uh, you know it was the it was cliche Seattle weather that we experienced. You know, it was yeah cloudy, rainy. The entire time. Well, I don't think we've shared this news yet with our listeners, but we just bought a house, and by bought, I mean borrowed a bunch of money from lenders to slowly <laughs> pay off a house. But it is down in Olympia, and we've got a just under an acre, surrounded by trees. You got a chance to see it, Trev. Come hang out with us. You know, spend the weekend with us in our new place once we get all settled in. You're gonna be wanting wanting to move up here, dude. Guaranteed. Yeah, it's a cool spot. It's it's a it's a fixer upper for sure. But you guys, you know, I feel like that's part of the joy, especially for like you know it's your first home. Is like you know rolling up your sleeves. And we're planning on having that's gonna that's gonna be our last home, dude. That's the plan. You know, we're not gonna move anywhere else. That's we're yeah. gonna sink our teeth in, that's get cool. it all fixed up, get it how we like it, and we're just gonna live there until we die. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's the plan. Awesome. Anyways, dude. So. We are in part three of our Best of 2022, our favorite tracks of the year. For those of you joining us for the first time, this is going to be a rapid fire 10 tracks total, five songs each, similar to our What You Heard format. For those of you who are familiar with No Filler, where we bring songs that we've been hearing in between recordings, that's the same format here. Go back and listen to our last two uh, we have part one and part two up for this month. And I'm going to go right into my first pick, dude. So this song, I, I couldn't escape playing it again. This is a song that you will recognize from one of our Watcher Heard's earlier in the year. But this song just got me, dude. When I first heard it, it just made me feel good, man. Warm fuzzies inside. I love the lyrics. Uh, this is a duo. They go by Mama. So this is... Uh, etta friedman and allegra Winegarden. they they have playlists that they release on spotify with lots of great music on it and they dropped a full-length album called household name back in july this is still my favorite track of theirs that i've heard that came out this year it was released as a single early on in the year so here it is this song by mama is called medicine song and i'm glad you played it again because i forgot about it and it's great yeah. yeah i love it man i wonder what my reaction was when i first wrote it because i know i loved it but i wonder yeah. if i said a similar thing to what i am about to say <laughs> uh, you know just wondering <laughs> <laughs> go on <laughs> because here's what i thought of. in the dna of that song is the pop punk of the 2000s that, that we grew up with like yes if you really kind of squint you can kind of see a little bit of i don't know avril Lavigne or like um, yeah you know like blink or something like that you can like it's there like and and i'm guessing you know the these artists were around you know listening to music at at that time like we were i mean i mean if not as old as we are but i mean i was gonna say i think they're a little bit younger than us (laughs) yeah i mean that doesn't change the fact that they that they may been really getting into that that pop pop punk stuff that was happening in the early two thousands. Yeah, or, or some forty one, stuff like that. It's like the harmonizing and yeah, that's just the strong structure. Super, super catchy. Yeah. Like to me just this is more... straightforward pop song. Yeah, this is, you know, all that all that pop punk stuff of the two thousands was super polished and like, you know, yeah, cranked out of a, a factory or whatever. Yeah. But like yeah. this is more lo-fi, like diy kind of to me authentic and genuine you know i I like it quite a bit i love it man and i love the i love the lyrics too. you know it's just about just that that nre feeling you know that new relationship energy that you Mm, have where you're mm -hmm. just addicted to the person you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. love it had to bring it back i love this song so much that i played it twice on this podcast this year so nice you played it twice so nice i played it twice and we're gonna pass it to you brother What's your first pick of the night? Well, Q, this uh, particular duo has been a part of No Filler since episode five. Is this Kings of Convenience, Travis? No, it is not. Okay. I was going to say, I don't think they released an album this year. Do you have any other guesses? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Another, It's a duo? Early episode duo. They're an Austrian down-tempo duo. Tosca? Oh, yeah. I forgot they dropped a, an a album this year. Cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm dude they've been, like they've been a mainstay for you and I since the early days of us really really digging our our nails in deep to music and like yeah. electronic music specifically and down tempo they were like, dude, early days, man, like just a few years out of high school, we were obsessed, yes, yeah, obsessed, and like I associate tosca in particular with sort of this next journey in my musical life of like me, getting me into this whole other world of instrumental electronic down tempo like all of that ambient yeah we didn't understand it or even try to understand this kind of music before tosca like everything just clicked with them yeah i think so they were like the gateway for sure yeah i have not listened to this album Trav. i forgot i completely forgot it's great it. uh it's called awesome How do you spell that? Because I heard awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is awesome, Q. But it's O-S-A-M, which is a direct translation of the number eight in Serbian. But it's their ninth studio album, funny enough. And uh, apparently, when they were recording it, they thought they were recording their eighth record. And so they just (laughs) stuck with it, (laughs) which is funny. But anyway, so this is their ninth studio record. So this record to me seems very – if you if you know Tosca, this record sounds like Tosca. You know what I mean? You know what's weird? The album art alone tells me that's what you're in for. It's yeah. classic Tosca. Because they have like a certain style in the way they – Present themselves. Present themselves. And that yeah. looks like a, like going back to their true form. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it's just it's just their faces on the record, but it's kind of blurred out. It, uh, yeah, it's almost like the the uh, it looks like that Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about that was that was Kruger which and Dorfmeister. Is, yeah, that's Kruger and Dorfmeister did which that. Which is which is one half of Tosca. Bookends reminds me of Bookends, the Bookends album cover. Anyways, we're we're yeah. we're nerding out pretty hardcore right now with Tosca. No one yeah. knows what we're talking about. Well, let's just jump into the track here. So. <laughs> This is um, track B1, which means it's the first track on side B of the record. It's called Shout Sister. Dude, and that is like all the parts of tosca that that i love that like has given them their staying power i think in in the the world of down tempo yeah i mean they have this very distinct bass sound like the tone of that bass is so like tosca like Delhi Nine and Suzuki, those records is kind of what I'm thinking of. Like that that's the era of Tosca that I'm reminded of, which is like yeah. the two records that we fell in love with and that's yeah. sort of like started us on this journey, you know. Yeah, dude. Uh and like they they do music. And I'm using that term in the most complimentary way possible. They do it like yeah. no one else dude. Yeah. You know? And what you said last week about Spoon is true for Tosca I think too where like every time they put out something new it's like oh cool let me fall in love with Tosca again you know what I mean like all yeah, over again right exactly because it's just that familiar like you know it's like a warm blanket dude like a like an old friend coming coming back and
3: totally. be like, oh yeah hey
2: don't forget about me I'm still here yeah. still kicking love it man so anyway check it out that's uh, Osam is probably how it's pronounced that's Tosca, and I'm going to throw it back to you, Q. What do you got? All right, we're going to do a true rapid fire here, dude. Um, I don't know a lot about this band. I know they've been a while, around for a while. um, But, you know, like I'm looking through all their album art now. None of it's ringing a bell. Trav, are you familiar with Warpaint? Sounds familiar. Well, they've been around since 2010, probably earlier than that. Just, you know. But that's as far back as it goes here on good old Spotify. Uh, they released an album called "Radiate Like This," came out in May of this year, and I fell in love with it, dude. Uh, I'm just gonna let let the music speak. So here is track four on the record. This song is called Stevie. Yeah, those uh beautiful vocals and it was kind of reminding me of um like little dragon and maybe like sade vocals a little bit little dragon uh, dude I, i'm gonna go with that little dragon that's perfect mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mixed mm-hmm. with like maybe a little bit of um the internet mm. mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. um sid yeah yeah sid's voice and her like that's better like sexy mood mm-hmm. that she brings to all her songs. That's what that's what I'm getting yeah. from this one. Yeah, dude, and I love it, dude. It's it's so good, dude. Just, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> well, how, what would you classify that as? It's like, it's it's pop, I, I guess. I don't think so. Jazzy a little bit. I mean, it had a lot of a lot of different things, like a lot of a lot of great stuff. They're kind of all over the place too, mm-hmm. from track to track, and. I still haven't really given them a fair shake. Like, I'm really familiar only with this album. And again, they've been around for a while, dude. I'm, my guess is they've been all over the place for for a while now. But yeah, dude, good stuff. Magical tune, mm-hmm. good vibes. And that was Stevie by Warpaint, dude. I'm gonna pass it right back to you because we're gonna rapid fire this puppy. Like we keep saying we're gonna do. All right, let's just get into the tunage. Well then, what you get? let me just see see how quickly I can do this here. So I don't. I confess I don't know much about these guys aside from listening to a few tracks off of their 1998 record, Stratosphere. It's a band called Duster, and I guess they're best described as like an indie band, like an alt rock indie band from the 90s. They put out a few records like a couple records, a couple EPs and then they took a hiatus and then they came back in 2019 with a self-titled and then put out mm, another that's record. That's always exciting when that happens, dude. It's happening with a lot of 90s bands, 90s rock. When bands. a band disappears and then comes back with a self-titled. Yeah. Dad, you know you're in for a treat, dude. Yeah. And then they put out a kind of, you know, they kind of snuck this one out this year uh called Together. And from what I remember of their of their the few tracks i listen to on stratosphere they have kind of a slower kind of like very fuzzy guitar melancholy kind of song dude this uh, the album art is like speaks to that dude from what you are you describing it like i'm very intrigued it's like a person in bed with like a ashtray on a yeah. side table yeah i feel like i'm walking through like a modern art museum oh yeah and looking mm-hmm. at paintings on the wall yeah yeah <laughs> uh well h- here's how they describe it the uh murky and dejected mutation of rock music which is a good way to describe yeah let's hear it so here we go um this song let me just say dude this record in general very very it just drew me in really really interesting record there's something about it it's kind of hypnotic this song here is called time glitch One more. I really liked that, dude. I really liked it. And it makes me want to jump right into my next pick, dude. Because this is going to pair really well with that, dude. All right. Well, again, that was Duster. The record is called Together. That song was called Time Glitch. Go listen to the record. It's amazing. All right, Q. Here you go. All right, dude. I know you're familiar with this band. I think you brought a track of theirs... Earlier this year, from this album. I hope we don't steal another one of my top five, dude. I think I might, dude. Cloakroom. Yep. God, yeah. you've taken two of my top fives, dude. <laughs> two of them. Whoops. So I'm wondering if you're gonna play the same song. Mmm. I don't think so. Maybe. Uh. So this is a. It is a good pairing with with uh, Duster for sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I like this this uh, line here from. This description of theirs on Spotify. It says Midwestern Trio Cloakroom formed in 2012, coining the term "stoner emo" to describe their lurching, guitar-heavy sound that borrowed equally from hardcore's brawniness, the dreamy sound webs of shoegaze, and sad-hearted '90s indie rock bands like Hum and Red House Painters. That's all you need to know. Dude. And they're also they're also, you know, spoken in the same. Sentence of, of like um of a doom of doom gaze. I mean, they're not as doomy, but they are in that same vein of like the of the heavier dronier shoegaze kind of sound. But this record itself, dude, is amazing. It really is. If it lands on a list on both of our lists, dude, for for best best of the year, yeah, dude. So the album's called Disillusion Wave. It came out in January of this year. I am bringing track 7. The song is called Doubts. Here we go. Doubts I've
4: had my doubts I was killed care-
2: get a little bit of that twang and guitar solo in man yeah what a song it's this record is what a song easily dude. and i bet you it made a bunch of people's best best of the year because it's just it's a great great record and it takes you on this journey for sure and like it, right. it spans this song like yeah this 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 song just came out of nowhere dude when i was listening to the record yeah like yeah i didn't expect this mm-hmm. that, that's the thing like there there's a lot of different styles and sounds you're gonna hear on the record um, And I think I mentioned this on the What You Heard. I, this may have been the first What You Heard of the year. Um, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. So this came out in January. Th- this record is a concept story. Like it, It's a story that they're telling. It's a space western in which an act of theoretical physics... I'm reading from the band camp, by the way. Which is called The Dissolution Wave wipes out all of humanity's existing art and abstract thought and in order to keep the world spinning on its axis songsmiths must fill the ether with their compositions and that's what these yeah. these songs are told through the the like the view of the protagonist of the story and like yeah. that song in particular has this like i don't know it just makes you kind of feel hopeful you know something about it dude it really tugs on the strings man yeah and the and the guitar at the end is great the twang just really effective yeah. use of, use of that style, you know, it's great. Fantastic song, dude. Can't get enough of it. And I'm going to bring another one next week from that record. So. Great. There you go. All right, man. Passing it back to you. Rapid fire. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. All right. Pew, pew. Indeed. Because I'm bringing a video game soundtrack you. <laughs> this game, dude, was a, a delight. If you're a gamer, you probably played Stray. It's a game set in the future, in this like dystopian uh, world, and you play as a cat. But yeah, let me read this here. So uh, there's this this uh, record label called I Am 8-Bit that puts out video game records on vinyl. It's great. Uh, they have a great write-up about this record. So here we go. Because this, this tees up this particular song perfectly. Stray's decaying cyber city is made up of dense, neon-tinted, narrow alleys populated by all manner of eccentric robotic denizens, an unwelcoming environment for a lone tabby of little stature. For the game soundtrack, composer... I'm going to butcher the hell out of this. Jan van, Jan van der Kruisen captured that central idea seeing a desolate cyberpunk metro from the eyes of an unassuming feline and translated it into a synthy soundscape filled with reverberating chords and driving pulsing drum beats punctuated by unexpected and welcome moments of instrumental whimsy just picture that you're a cat you're running through a cyberpunk looking dystopian city with a bunch of robots and neon lights all right here we go so this is track number eight This song is called Rooftops. be on all fours dude hopping around from (laughs) trash can to trash can you have no idea yeah that was fun man that was whimsical i'll say that you know when you play a video game the 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 soundtrack is just as as much of a a part of the experience as as the gameplay you know what i mean like when i think back to playing sonic 2 you know in the living room of the, the house we grew up in sitting on the coffee table the music is what is what brings me back to that moment more so than anything. I actually listened to quite a bit of, of those soundtracks. Like I listen to the Shinobi soundtrack, dude, all the time. Fucking love this. And Streets of Rage 2. Get the hell out of here, dude. <laughs> Get out of here. It's so good. Anyway, so if you haven't played the game, I highly recommend it. It's called Stray. And that soundtrack was by a man. or Well, I don't know if it's a man. By composer Jan van der Krusen is how I'm going to go with that one, so. Well, believe it or not, dude, we still got four songs to play. Well. (laughs) That's right. Well, speaking of synths, dude, this is a totally different vibe, but this guy's super synthy. And I fell in love with this dude back in 2020. He goes by Yacht Club. I'm sure you remember him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I obsessed over this guy in 2020. Mm Mm-hmm and he he, he's one of those just prolific artists like i don't and and i feel like for him it's just he plays he, he sits down he records something he doesn't think too much about it and he releases it you know like he's just doing it to do it like i don't think he takes himself too seriously just doing it to do it just doing it to do it and from single to... Look, okay, look at that. Let me share my screen, dude. Look at how much this guy has dropped in the last two years, dude. Well, this. Okay. Uh Let's see. Just look at him. Okay, there's 2020. 4, 8, 12, 16. They're all singles. Well, no, just kidding. There's one full-length album in there. But they're not all just one-track singles. Like, there's EPs in there. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So he's prolific. What I mean, see, say. that's what i think that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> um and he released a full length back in june called off the grid and let's just play a tune from it what do you say uh i'm here for it this song is it's spelled I D E K, IDK. but you know what I, i'm gonna go out on a limb here and i think he's just playfully saying idk as i'm like i don't know idk that's what I'm going to go with. So that's what this song's called. Maybe it could be called IDK, but that just sounds stupid. So this song is called IDK by Yacht Club. Heavy Julian Casablanca's Vibes off of that song Q. Oh yeah It's it's def- it's right there man mm-hmm. With just in the way that he recorded his vocals And, and yeah. the way he sounds too And maybe a little bit of like long wave But not mm. so sad mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Like a more yeah. upbeat happy long wave uh, And also I just have to Make this clear It's obvious now that It's I-D-E-K Because in the chorus he says I don't even know Mm. That's like the main line of the freaking chorus. Oh, I've never thrown an E in there, dude. Well, he's doing it. I don't... I-D-E-K, man. I don't even know. LOL. Uh. Anyways, dude, I love Yacht Club. I love everything this guy does. He's great. He has this like old school... It's it's another throwback to the 2000s like kind of beachy, chill wave vibes. I'm all about it, dude. And yeah, the, the great thing about Yacht Club is... Uh, if I wait a, a month, he's going to have some new tunes for me. So keep on keep, it, keep on keeping on, Yacht Club. Bring it. I love it. Is it just one more. guy? It's just one guy. Okay. Yeah, so very like bedroom rock, yeah. pop, whatever you want to call it. The One man show, kind of deal. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. We got three more tracks to play. Passing it back to you, brother. All right, Q. I want to go rapid fire like I've always... Like I've always promised I would. So this is a band that I've been sitting on for a while. Sitting on is the wrong term to use. But like I haven't, I don't think I've shared a song from these guys on No Filler yet. But um, I've been a long time fan. A group called Elder. And it's hard to classify them other than just like, just rock. It's just rock, man. That's all you got to know. Psychedelic, maybe mixed with a little bit of like progressive rock. I'm going to read the first sentence of their bio, and I'm going to hit play on a new single that they put out a couple months ago. Elder is a genre-pushing rock band that melds heavy psychedelic sounds with progressive elements and evocative soundscapes. What more do you need to know? So they put out a, I guess it's a, a, a record. It's not an EP. It's only five tracks. It's called Innate Passage. And I'm going to play the single off the record. This song is called Endless return. group dude just getting started dude there's man about six minutes left on that track yeah that's awesome so there's a whole album keep up with that pace all of their stuff is like this everything they've ever Dang, done dude does this punch you in the face like but you know it it brings you down softly and lays you on a pillow after the punch indeed it's not like mashuga no I it's just Meshuggah. relentless beating for you know an hour i gotta say dude whenever i listen don't, to mashuga don't do it <laughs> Say it. I enjoy getting the shit kicked out of me. Anyway, when did, when I heard that you listened to Mashuga on the plane ride? I sure did man. to Washington. I couldn't believe it. I sure did. Couldn't believe it. Sometimes you gotta look. No, you don't. You gotta Let's just stop you right there. You gotta look uh, brutality in the face. Q. I don't think you do, brother. Yeah, you do. Not in this day and age. You do. And you know what? You come out in the other end a better person for it. Mm. Anyway. Back to Elder. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll listen to Elder <laughs> any day. Yeah, dude, dude check out. Um, pull up the 2015. That looks familiar. I, that album I've probably. Familiar. I think I've shared this with with you before. But yeah, the okay. 2015 record lore. It was probably on my best of the decade mm, playlist. That's, that's got to be it. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think you know the best way to describe them is like they're the the, the torchbearers of classic rock. You know what I mean you want some dual guitars Mm, yeah that guitar solo brought me back and some guitar solos and stuff from the 70s you know this is your band and they do it in a great way and hints of psychedelic rock in there and stuff like that like this is a band that we could play for our dad and he'd be like oh yeah that's great you know what I mean yeah yeah anyway Q so this is your last track I got a doozy friend uh now I brought a song from them on one of our watches, which is what, I mean, you know, that almost goes without saying at this point, because, mm-hmm. you know, I I tend to stick around with bands that I discover from episode to episode. Sure. Which end up on our watches. And I freaking, I watch them like a honk, dude, to wait for them to drop new music. So this is a group called Death and Vanilla. I brought a song of theirs called A Flaw in the Iris from an album called Are You a Dreamer? Came out back in 2019. This is another, um, man, you know, we both, we, we both love it, dude. Uh, psych pop, dream pop group. I'm going to read this, this sentence here. This is all you need to know, bro. It says, with the sound that marries vintage keyboards, surf guitars, and hushed vocals to subdued psychedelic pop with heavy soundtrack music and dream pop influences, the Swedish group Death of Manila picked up the torch that bands like Broadcast, and Stereo lab carried so well in the 90s and 2000s. This is a brand new single from theirs, from them. Came out in December of this month. Dude, I actually just heard this and was super stoked that it, that I heard it in time to, to make it to the best of 2022 list. This song is a dos e, if I've ever heard one. You're going to love it, man. Love it. Again, this is Death and Vanilla. The song is called Find Another Illusion. Doesn't get much better than that, Q. Gives me the old Bumbleys of the Goose, dude. That was amazing. Yeah. I know, man. I love it. They had kind of a. Say it. Say it. Oh, say it, dude. I want to know if we're thinking the same. Trials of An Occupanther? Ooh, no. I was not thinking that at all, dude. I was getting like Teen Dream era Beach House. Ooh, okay. Both of those are valid. Yeah. but i guess i was thinking like more of the um the way that like mid the flute yeah like that, that wind instrument yeah that they played yeah yeah it's just flawless as a flawless track dude. The, the 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 mood of that song is like they nailed it it's just perfect i don't and know and it's got kind of a 60s vibe maybe that's the flute it's like it's a step removed from the there's no doubt about it. This is a 60s pop album like that, um, like the Sound Carriers Sound album. Sound Carriers, brought, yeah, yeah. Know? Yep. Or even Stereo Lab. You yep. know? It's it's mm-hmm. like one step removed from that. It's a little bit different. Yeah. But, man, they do it so well, dude. Yeah, that's great. I man. cannot wait. I, I'm so excited. I hope that, that this means that they got something coming soon. Because, whew, what a song, dude. Yeah, really good. So, again, that was Find Another Illusion by death and vanilla, last song of the night. Trav, what you got? All right, q i I find my way into these kind of obscure subgenres. Hey, that looks familiar, dude. Well, the the plan was actually to do this artist as our bonus Halloween episode this year. It sure looks like it from that album cover. I think I shared this with you. Maybe showed you that, like, hey. Here's the record that we're going to do. But I don't think you listened to any of it, which is good. No, I sure didn't. Uh, but we ended up doing White Zombie instead, which I thought was... Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. that was I forgot fun. about that. Yeah. Man. That was fun. So anyway, now we get to talk about this record, which uh, the, the best way to describe it is there's actually a term for it, Q. There's actually a term for this kind of music. It's called hauntology. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I'm sure we can do better than that. Hauntology, Q. There's a whole subgenre. Okay. Dark ambient is what you could, you could also call it. There we go. <laughs> but uh, this guy, he goes by the name The Night Monitor. He's really interesting. because so, so what he does, here's the Spotify bio. He creates haunted synthetic soundtracks inspired by vintage paranormal events. Wow. So he actually... You know, takes a, a documented paranormal thing that happened and creates a fictional soundtrack for that event. And so this song, or this record, is called Their Dark Dominion. And let me read the little write-up here on the band camp. Their Dark Dominion charts the haunted history of Chaplin Wood in Sussex, a paranormal hotspot linked with tales of UFO sightings, mysterious disappearances, unexplained deaths, and dark worship. And so this soundtrack, or this album, is a soundtrack to an imaginary documentary or TV series circa 1987, the year in which the area's demonic connection was severed by the Great October Storm. So imagine it's 1987, and you're watching a documentary or a tv series about this event all right dude ready all right here we go ready to get spicked so we're going to play the um the title track off of the record this song is called their dark dominion Tell you what that was, dude. A spook wave, dude. Spook wave. <laughs> Come on, hauntology. All well, was great. It was fun. I liked it. I could get into that. That is that is the level of like purposely spooking myself out when it comes to music that I would be okay with being a part of. I mean, I love it. Obviously, um, it kind of reminds me of like X Files. You know what I mean? Like, that that yeah. that kind of like nineties era. Exactly. Scary stuff. I just love that people out there are making music like this. Dude, this guy probably like wears one of those old-timey priest suits with like the white little thingy in the collar <laughs> like for fun. And he probably just to get into it. Tours the country looking for haunted houses to to stay the night in, probably. He, I bet he's like on that level of of being into this kind of stuff. Probably, yeah. But I mean, yeah, he he clearly, he does his research and stuff, right? Because he, you know, all of his music is inspired by this kind of, these kind of documented events, right? Like if you look at his discography, he puts out these little EPs called Perception Report. It's just, it's just, it's just cool, man. (laughs) There's nothing, there's nothing else to say about it. It's just, it's just cool. Like if you look here perception report one through four so he, put, he actually put out a yeah, perception cool. report this year too that's cool but this dude that that cover art for his 2020 record spaceman mystery of the terror triangle that's some i would put that in my house man I, I, <laughs> only you would put that in yours. it's fucking dope dude <laughs> but yeah yeah and i love the record the album art for for this record their dark dominion it just looks like this old church with, like, this yeah, glowing dude. blue light kind dude, of Dude, if I saw an old, like, you know, paper bag novel mm-hmm. with that on the cover, I'd buy it. Hell yeah, you and would. And I'd want to know what haunted story lies within those pages. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you look at his Instagram, and he's, he's actually got, like... Oh, dude, he lives this, man. He's got clippings of this stuff, you know? Like, it's just cool, man. This guy is... He might be, like, obsessed... At an unhealthy level, like I'm saying, dude. Nah, man. He he dresses in old-timey priest clothes. He gets into it. I love it. Yeah, that's cool. I fucking love it. He lives it, it, dude. Anyway, you better believe that I bought this record, Q, the second it came out. Oh, it's on vinyl. Oh, yeah, it is, brother. Anyway, it's a great record for, you know, you're driving around at night. You want to speak yourself out? Cue up any of... The Night Monitors stuff. You know? Put it on at your next Halloween party, Q. There you go. I can get into that. Kind of a weird way to close us out, but <laughs> dude, that was a great collection of tunes, man. We did it. Yeah. This was kind of my like my random grab bag of like of like songs I couldn't figure out where to put in my list of top twenty. Yeah, I brought some that could have definitely been on the on the top five tonight, you know. But I'm bringing I'm bringing good tunes next week, man. So we have to. It's the last one of the year. Yes, next week is, you know, these are the songs I've been, I've been, I've set aside Q, that I've been excited about. You already know two of the artists because we had some crossover, but um, yeah, this the the one track, dude, my last track that I'm playing for us is my one of my favorite tracks of the year in a long time it's a band that i brought another tune from earlier so it's not the artist itself isn't new but the song is amazing but you'll have to tune in next week for that and i'm gonna have to figure out one more i'm actually actually no i have to figure out which song to play from this artist but Hmm. anyway next week's gonna be good tunes man so tune in next week for our last episode of the year that's all we got to say. I don't know if there's anything we can play for an outro. I don't have anything. I got nothing, man. I could just keep playing that Elder song. I mean, it's... Okay. There's it nine minutes of that. Sure, you know, That song is nine Let's minutes long. So sure. I'll just pick us up where we left off on Endless Return. Um, Sounds yeah. good. All right. Cool. Well, that's that. Uh, again, tune in next week for part four, the final chapter of our best of 2022. And until then, we will talk to you guys next week. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. Bye-bye.
1: Hey, want to play The Sims?
0: Create, empower, captivate, inspire. The Sims is a platform where you control life, putting the power of creativity in your hands and celebrating it. It's a place that sparks imagination, connecting vibrant creators everywhere to unleash life's endless possibilities, both in-game and out. Get inspired at thesims.com and save 50% off for the holidays. Ignite creative inspiration and spark something with The Sims.